This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the BGN Radio Podcast. We'll be with our regular programming shortly. But just to warn you, if you're at work or around small children, we will be using a lot of profanity in tonight's episode. Due to the Sam Bradford trade, please keep your arms and legs inside this ride at all times until we've come to a complete stop. Thank you, and enjoy the show. You're listening to BGN Radio. I don't know. Nah, I've never really thought of it that way. I just think we try to make it a friendly system for the QB, the running back, the O-line, the wide receivers. I think that's your job as a coach. If you make it too complicated where your players don't understand it, therefore they're thinking and they can't go out and execute, then shame on you as a coach. I would say it's... Any system that's not QB friendly, then there's probably a bad system. Right here on BleedingGreenNation.com, fueled by Duncan Philly. Mm. And part of the Liberty Broadcast Network. about as happy as this podcast is probably going to get tonight um, because uh, I, I I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I have no clue what's happening, and I apologize for the cursing right up front, but um, uh, I, for one, I don't think uh, anybody expected uh, uh, Sam Bradford to be an eagle today, especially me uh, and pretty much everybody else because – Again, just leading up to everything that we have heard, talked about, rumored, all that other stuff. I mean, if it was just a, a gigantic smokescreen for Sam Bradford and giving up a 2016 second round pick for that, uh, I'd say I have a problem with that. And I'm sure, and obviously, the entire, you know, eagle of Twitter and everybody in Philadelphia is pretty much on fire right now. I, there, I don't think there's going to be a rationalization here, but maybe there is uh, of of how to kind of interpret this because it's so fresh and new. The Eagles have been really, really quiet um, after all this stuff went down. Uh, they announced that Byron Maxwell was signed. They're acting like, hey, uh, welcome our new quarterback. It, the deal doesn't make sense to me. The, 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 the trade to St. Louis with Foles doesn't make sense to me. Um, but we're going to try and figure this out, at least with the information that we have. Uh, Mike K, Matt Daring, Patrick Wall, all here with me. Uh, 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 Mike K is dying 
to uh, you know with Chip Kelly Venom here to just let it rip. So Mike, I'm I'm just gonna let you go ahead and and do it. First off, let me just say, did I not tell you guys that you weren't going to enjoy this whole offseason and that it was going to be uh, a real roller coaster ride of terribleness? Well, I didn't expect this. I, this was not what I was talking about. I thought they'd just cut a bunch of veterans and them out. But, um, you know, yeah, I, I don't get it. And, you know, I, Peter King came out with a thing that said, with a tweet that said, um, Chip came after uh, Sam Bradford hard which is a funny phrasing of a sentence, but, um, uh, you know, I digress. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I guess Chip really wants Sam Bradford. You know, I, I've always been gun-shy about the Mariota trade, um, but I got to tell you, after this trade, somebody wrote this on Twitter that if, if like, this trade, I'm paraphrasing, if this trade made it so that people could deal with how crappy of a return you would get for the Mariota trade... Um, then, then it, it made its mark. It, it did the right thing. And I got to tell you, I'm on the whatever-it-takes bandwagon right now, but you just <laughs> traded away a future second-round pick, and I just don't know how it's possible. Yeah, I mean, this is – we were just talking off-air, and it was just kind of like, well, maybe they're maybe they're doing the I, – I don't know. It just – it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense, John. It doesn't, and it's 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 stupid. If you, if you would have told me that they – if you would have told me that they just traded Bradford and, and, and Foles straight up, okay, I could deal with that. Or if you told me they did the fourth and the fifth round exchange, that makes sense to me. But you're trading a second round pick to get a guy who you're taking on a massive salary that's $13 million. Nick Foles makes, I think, a million. Um, and you're also taking a loss on the trade when we've all assumed that he was going to trade up for Mariota. I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And, and it's just every time we've tried to kind of rationalize like, okay, would they be, because anything you're going to do to lose picks logically, you know, just like Mike was saying, you're going to, you're going to try and find a way to, uh, you know, recoup those things. And I can understand that, but I mean, you know, the value for falls alone, Looks looks really bad on the surface here, and I, I'm just wondering, like, you know, Patrick, are, are are you, where are you at, buddy? This whole thing has me shaking my head. Um, I don't. It's hard to it's hard to look at what happened today, and feel like that's it. I know Dave Spadaro has been on on Twitter, and I love you, Spuds, saying that, uh, you know, Sam Bradford is the quarterback, and Mariota is not happening. Capital not. I don't know that 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 this trade means that the Mariota dream is dead but this just this either means that something else is happening or chip is in way over his head and of the two of those I'm inclined to believe that it means that something else is happening I don't know well here's the thing too and this is this is the other thing I brought up off air is just like yeah Spuds is, has been riding that well he's been riding that train for a long time uh and you know, Sal Pelt, not that that's very credible, even said today on the air, this is all about getting Marcus Mariota. Ian Rathaport, just replying to, of course, it's like a, Cowboy, a Cowboys Nation guy saying like, hey, I guess we can end the, the talks with Philly on Foles. He goes, or uh, with uh, Mariota, and he says, I wouldn't. And that was the only answer I get. Some people have speculated that this might be part of a three-team trade, but again, uh, you know, Mike kind of brought us down out of the clouds a little bit and said if it was a three-team deal, then they would announce it as a three-team deal. But, uh, you know, Matt, I, it, what's your kind of uh, rationalization going on here? What are you thinking uh, just about this move along? 
Uh, well, I'm just pretty happy I don't have to watch Nick Foles anymore. <laughs> Despite I, it, but who, I mean, like, I don't know. If, I don't know. Well, I'll get I got a lot. I got a lot of. I got a lot of crap for saying it. I hated watching him play. I had people being like, "Oh, you make fun of his shoe size and whatever else. And get smaller feet, buddy." But um, I'm, yeah, I'm not thrilled. Um, I sort of wonder if there isn't something more to it. You know, I certainly think that this could be step one of a three-team trade. Now, I mean, I know that that seems like it might also be pretty unlikely, and I'll admit that. Um, it could also be that this is sort of a backup plan. I mean, who knows? I, I don't have any reason to believe that this precludes them from getting Marcus Mariota, though. Um, and like I said, um, I'm just happy I don't have to watch Foles play anymore. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped that um, uh, I think he's a better fit. I think um, Bradford's a better fit. Gets the ball out a little faster, um, but I'm not. A, I'm not. Definitely, it's not a foregone conclusion that um, that uh, Bradford will play a single snap or even get assigned a number. Well, and this is the other thing too. I sound is, really drunk, don't I? <laughs> no, well, we're all we're all drinking with you anyway. So it's okay. I, I just, you know, I, I don't know if we've mentioned already, but Mark Sanchez has not been officially announced yet as of tonight, Tuesday on a ten at ten p.m. Uh, as as re-signed to the Eagles. And now there's there's obviously a lot of different factors for that. I mean, uh, you know, I, I would think that they would announce that regardless if Bradford is going to be the guy and they're going to, ha- you know, they're going to have it there. Uh, wouldn't you have them compete at that point, Mike? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't that be the, 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 the thing to do? Or is Mark Sanchez looking at this thing like, you know what, if you're going to s- spend that kind of resource – on uh, on a guy like that, a second round pick, um, I'm not going to stick around. Screw this deal. What what's going on with that? You think? Logically, I think you would say, "Hey, I'm I'm packing my bags and I'm heading you know south to Tennessee or somewhere else." But uh, you know, I do think he'll sign. I think he, Mark is content in, in the offense. You know, obviously Bradford doesn't have the durability of you know some other players, and um, you know, I mean, he'll have his opportunity to play. I I guarantee you, Bradford. Will at least two games so you know he'll have his opportunity to uh get a shot and he's making pretty good money um if if they stay by the contract that they agreed upon but i was just on twitter and i noticed this guy um from a local fox in st and i guess it's in st louis charlie Marlowe. he goes bradford plus fifth for Foles, good trade for the rams bradford plus fifth for second for eagle second and fourth equals good trade for rams the the rams got both Hashtag robbery. And he's yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely. It's impossible to feel good about this trade. I just, I don't get it. I'm at the point right now, you know, I co- we cover the team. And so we have to kind of hold in a lot of our, our opinions and all that other stuff. And I'll be honest with you, last season, whether it was Foles or Sanchez, was the least exciting winning season. And I'm, I'm putting up my quotation marks that I've ever covered for any team or as a fan watched. And, you know, this offseason is really not off up to par with, uh, you know, what you would like to see. Um, so I'm hoping that this is all just a, a blip on the radar screen and that Chip has this master plan where he's going to end up trading for, you know, Mariota and 100 first-round picks <laughs> because he, you know, hypnotizes – Jason Like from the Buccaneers. I, you know, I, I just, I just don't get it. There's, there's no way around it. I, there's no rationale. A lot of people on Twitter have been saying, "I just don't get it," and I said, "Yes, because you're a smart person. And this trade is freaking stupid." 
Well, yeah, it's just exactly. I mean, the, even even so, even if the Mariota trade goes down, this is horrible. You know, and, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, there's even if the ra- rationalization is, uh, well, you, which you I don't understand. You brought up the return too. If this is the return for Foles, I would have rather have cut Nick Foles than trade a second round pick and a fifth round pick for a fourth round pick and ding, yeah. uh, Bradford. <laughs> Because That's what I'm saying. yeah, or or if the rationale really is the value of Sam Bradford starting for a year while Mariota gets his handle on stuff for an entire year, is that rationale worth a second round and a fourth round pick? You know, that's what that that's where I kind of get confused. Of like, okay, maybe they do want us, him to start for a year. You have the cap room to kind of be in there, but that's just as ridiculous as try. Like, it, it, I, I can't put it together, and this is. This is what I'll say. Uh, if, if, for I just, you know, call me crazy. It's just because it, literally every, this goes against every single thing that we've heard, that I've been told, that I've, you know, whatever. It, it just, I, I, I still think there's an outside shot uh, that this thing happens. Um, but with that, if it does not, for whatever reason, isn't Sam Bradford at least better than, I mean, there's a ton of people who said, do not trade the farm for Marcus Mariota. Just go get, uh, uh, go get somebody in there. Uh, and you know, it's just uh, in the draft, have them develop whatever Patrick, if, if really this is for that crowd and granted, they just could have kept Foles here and, and done that. But, um, if they want to develop somebody behind Sam Bradford in this draft, uh, isn't that almost better now that you have those picks? You can do that type of thing. You can draft Brent Hundley if you really want to. You can, you know, get the wide receivers you want to, all that other stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, that literally is the best positive spin that I can, I can put on that. But, I mean, if Sam Bradford is the guy, what the, what the hell is the direction of the Eagles? Well, you know what the direction is? The Eagles are already selling Sam Bradford jerseys, so Patrick's got to get him get him one to match his pretty hair. Yeah, see, that's what So not only do I have to get rid of my Kelly Green Macklin jersey, I have to now go buy a Sam Bradford uh, jersey. <laughs> it's, a, it's a banner week for my wardrobe, I gotta tell you. It's pronounced Badford. Badford. Sam oh, Badford. sorry, Sam Badford. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what this means for the future because we don't even know who the starting running back is going to be. Yeah. We don't know who the starting wide receivers are going to be. We don't know who the starting right guard is going to be. I mean, there is, there's so much up in the air right now that it's impossible to say, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's just insane denial. I'm not ready to declare that, that Sam Bradford is the starter. Um, or that he'll even be here. You know, we talked to Jeff Risden earlier. There's a bunch of other people that noted that Foles was interested in doing this. Um, uh, Benjamin Albright, who's one of the guys that was kind of on it and then kind of spilled the beans again today is saying like, Hey, get ready. That's the other thing too, is just this thing came from being dead and it went away. And then all of a sudden it just popped back up and they, and they were all ready and interested and ready to go. Uh, uh, you know, the Browns were kind of in on this thing. There was a couple of other multiple teams, uh, with this. I, I just, I don't know what to do anymore, Matt. I, I literally just, I'm just as confused as everybody else. Um, but like, where, what would you, if, again, I'll ask you the same question. If Bradford 
is here and is the guy. I can't believe I'm fucking saying that. Where do you want the Eagles to go from here? Uh, slow it up with some weapons. There's some good ones. Um, I uh, I like where the defense is at. I'm pretty pumped about Brandon Graham, which we haven't talked about yet. Uh, so let's load up on some weapons with uh, Sam Bradford and let's uh, ride this pony all the way to the to the market. The glue factory. I, yeah, really. I I don't know. I mean, if Sam Bradford's the guy, I, really the best we can hope for is that. Um, well, to be honest, we could hope that we see a little bit of better, better execution. I mean, we saw guys running free all last year. There's gifts of it going around and everything. We could sort of hope that Sam Bradford does a little bit of a better job with that. Um, I think Sam Bradford's got a better arm. Hey, look, I don't, I don't want to get sucked into the trap of talking about him like he's here to stay. I, I don't know that that's, that's true. Well, and, and, um, and just to interrupt real quick, those, uh, you know, jerseys as of now, it's Bradford and it's got a zero on it, so it doesn't even have an official number. Uh, they took a loss. <laughs> they, they already know. They already know that this is a losing battle. That they're yeah, he's, they're going to give him double zero, like Spencer I, Hawes. Well, yeah, they'll give him double zero. I mean, this—that's a good point. I mean, this might be like a, a nice collector's edition to have Bradford with a zero on it for a hundred bucks. You know, get it while you can. Now it's only the zero because he doesn't have an official number. When I know, they should, I know, I know. I'm just <laughs> sorry, guys. Remember that awful trade that Chip Kelly made yeah. two years before he went back to college? Hey, yeah, this will go great with my. Uh, with my Frank Gore zero jersey. Yeah, yeah, your Frank Gore zero jersey. But uh, you know what? What I'll say is, Chip got his guy right. No, he did. I no. guess. I guess. You mean get his guy? You guys have always said, "Hey, we want Chip to have his guy." If Chip <laughs> traded for Sam Bradford and was adamant about it and went came hard at him, that's his guy. Yeah. Well, so, his guy but, and my guy are uh, two different guys. He came hard in his. He came hard in his face. He he got him. He got Sam Bradford. That's his guy. Well, well see, here's, here's the, the good thing too: is Mike has been dying, dying to make sure to let us all know that he was right that Chip Kelly is a bad general manager. And granted, this is uh, not a good first sign. Uh, but uh, we'll, I, 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 it is not a good eighth sign. Like <laughs> he's he's done things before where you've questioned his player evaluation, but to. I'm not saying that, like, hey, let's just throw Chip out, out, out a window. I'm just saying that, like, I hear all these narratives from fans and smart fans, too, that say, oh, we want Chip to have our guy or, you know, we trust Chip no matter what. He's he's won 20 games, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm sick of hearing about that no matter what. Come rain, sleet, or snow, Chip Kelly fans just don't waver. And to me, that's fine. But, like, at some point, you have to be realized when you're being fed horseshit. And sometimes you can disagree with what Chip's doing because I think you would see the general, like, the general population disagrees with what he's done. I'm not saying, I think he he got value for LaShawn McCoy. Awesome. Good for him. But, like, some of these other things, like this trait, it just doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying. That a general man, a different general manager would have been like, "Hey, Chip, chill out. Why don't you go sit in the corner?" But I mean, it just to me, I just don't know how you can see a positive in this trade at all, other than Matt saying, "Well, I'm glad I don't need to watch Nick Foles ever again." Yeah, well, I, I want to I play well, devil's he, advocate here for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. We were talking about, you know, whatever it takes. Hashtag whatever it takes. And I think we'd all had kind of private conversations, or even talked about it on Twitter, where we'd said. You know, I really hope fans are prepared for the whatever part of the whatever it takes in that. And by that, I mean that fans are really ready to give up 
you know, a half a decade's worth of picks or or whatever it is. Uh, so maybe this is the flip side of that. Maybe this is everybody saying, as Mike said, Chip just needs his guy in his system. Chip just needs, you know, the quarterback that he picks himself and really believes in. And maybe this is really it. I don't think it is, but it's a possibility. Well, here, and I'll, I'll, I'll add to that, too. I mean, like, I don't know. Again, I don't know if this means anything. They haven't called a press conference about this. So when you make a trade, when when Nick Foles was your guy, right, and then you make to go get your guy with this, you know, hubbub and everything that's going on, and you don't have an introductory press conference for that, anybody else think that's kind of weird? Well, they didn't do an introductory press conference for a cornerback who's going to be paid the fourth most of any cornerback in the league despite only starting 17 games in his career. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, it's... They're, but they haven't called a press conference for anything. They're doing it very Bill Belichick style, which I can actually appreciate. But they're they're not putting out any of their own narratives. I guarantee you, Chip doesn't talk to the owners' meeting. Well, yeah, well, I mean that's definitely something to keep an eye on. And yeah, I guess they're not introducing. But I, Jesus, I don't even know if this is the guy. Uh, it's going to suck for a while, uh, and uh, unless there's some. A miracle, because even if Sam Bradford works out as an Eagles quarterback, even if it works out, it's still a bad trade. Um, but let's talk about at least uh, some of the, well, potentially some of the good things here. Uh, Byron Maxwell also gets uh, signed and picked up. That became official today. Brandon Graham also uh, decided to come back to the Eagles. Uh, was reported that it was just him, uh, or excuse me, between the Eagles and the Giants. Uh, Giants only offered a one-year deal. Uh, Eagles went a win, uh, went ahead with the four, but it essentially becomes a two-year deal because uh, I believe it's about five million and then six million in cap savings if they cut him uh, after those two years. But he gets paid. I think it's a, a good thing that he's coming back. I'm surprised that the number was uh, pretty uh, pretty rational. Um, but uh, you know, uh, Matt, your guy BG is back. How are you feeling about that? Love him. Just one of my favorite players to watch. I mean, his speed to power is insane. He's just got the strength of three or four grown buses. I mean, he's he's a lot of fun to watch. I, I just think um, the way he uses his hands, the the uh, all his different moves, love it. Really pumped. Spent um, spent some time yesterday watching um, the Cowboys game. He played a lot in that game. He was really productive. Um, he just had some just had some great moves. There were times where I mean, there were just times where he pushed um, he pushed Ronald Leary aside like he was a beaded curtain. He um, he was just messing around with Tyron Smith like it was, you know, like, oh, let me just hear. Let me going to hang out with you for a second. All right. I got to go. That, that kind of stuff. I, I mean, really pumped, beyond pumped to see that Graham's going to get back. He's going to get his chance and he can. Um, I'm, I'm even psyched to see the, the the fact that he got treated like shit really ultimately didn't matter to him. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Pumped, really pumped. So happy for Brandon. Glad he got paid. Glad he gets to stick around, do his thing, um, and he finally gets to start. Yeah, um, and uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting if, you know, Marcus Smith obviously is probably going to take over his former role last year, and uh, whether that pumps out, hopefully, I mean, I guess your hope is that, you know, he kind of gets 25 to 30% of the snaps, and um, yeah, I, you know, free agency's just started, and I just, I almost feel like the season's over. <laughs> I don't know. If there's. It's, I'm really trying to. I know. I'm trying to pull it. Pull it back up here. I. I really am. But I mean, this is a kick in the dick 
no matter how I mean like I have nothing nothing I, I, I was ready the second this happened I was ready to celebrate because I knew I was like oh well there's there's absolutely no way you can go back forwards from this this was the step one move to go get this thing um but uh, uh, Patrick Wall give me some positivity of of any kind where's the silver lining in this at all uh we're not done <laughs> free agency has been a thing for well, six hours and 22 minutes as of the recording of this uh so we aren't even on day two Darrell Rivas the crown jewel of free agency just signed there's still a ton of players out there who haven't done anything that's not counting more trades that's not counting surprise cuts it's not counting the draft we still have a good month and a half to two months until we actually know what we're talking about with this team and while this trade is a huge bummer for a lot of Eagles fans it's also the very beginning and on the other side of this coin the defense still looks pretty promising. You still got to get a new safety and a new second cornerback, but they did just sign Byron Maxwell. They just brought back uh, Brandon Graham. Like Matt said, I'm a huge fan of that deal. I thought it was arguably the best decision they've made in the offseason. There's still a lot of positives here. And like I said, we're still so early that we have no idea what this team is going to look like in two months. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, this is... This is... Jesus, I mean... Ugh. I, I even if you don't have experience as a general manager, how is this not look? I, I don't know. This is this is bad. This is bad. All of it is is bad. Um, I I don't know. I I don't even know what the left to say. Really, I mean, like I know this isn't as long as we usually go here. But Mike, do you have anything else? I mean, I think I'm just gonna wrap it up and. Just kind of, we're just gonna have to keep following along with what happens in the rest of free agency here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think that's a good, a good way to end it because, uh, you know, I mean, Patrick telling me that there's more of this. Just, I'm not really looking forward to that. But, you know what? Here's what I'll say. I'll be positive about this. Um, I think this we're at a unique point in the Eagles, you know, history. I think, you know, if you're a huge fan of Chip Kelly, you don't follow him blindly. But, you know, if he's going to go out, he's going to go out on his own terms, obviously. And people have said that for so long. But then when something bad happens, they're like, oh, well, I'm off the bandwagon. Stick with the bandwagon. Stay loyal to it. If your fan base is Chip Kelly, like some Oregon guys that have come over and become fans of uh, great fans of the Eagles, Stick with it. See where it goes. Do what you got to do. What I will say is, what I will say is, what I will say is, I notice a lot of people saying, like, I hope Frank Gore tears his ACL or 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 Jeremy Macklin, um, you know, does what you know gets injured or hurt, tears his Achilles or whatever. That's not being a fan. That's being a prick. So, you know, for all you guys that are doing that, I hope you're not listening to this show. Um, I hope you stop listening to this show if you are one of those people. And I hope you write me a nasty email after this because that's not being a fan. That's just being a prick. And, uh, you know, these guys are athletes. They have business decisions that they have to make. If you don't like your boss, you have the opportunity to leave and go somewhere else. If you don't, if you're, if you have an opportunity for bigger money, then you're allowed to go somewhere. I mean, you know, these guys are human beings. So, uh, wishing bad things upon other people because they want to do right by them or their family or they would like more money like we all would. I just, to me, I think that's horseshit. So, uh, Matt, uh, your final thoughts as we head out here probably won't be that bad. 
<laughs> I mean, the worst worst yeah. case is, I mean, we're looking at an offense that got blood from the stone that is Nick Foles. Now, Nick Foles is, I want to say, he's probably about half stone already. <laughs> uh, so he's, That's so he's sure. a graveler. Yeah, well, he's something like he's like one of the sedimentary rocks. You know, he's real brittle. But uh, <laughs> I, um, I, I mean, I, you know, we watched this guy do some things, um, and I won't say that he looked good while doing them, but they did happen. So I certainly think that um, I don't know how bad could it be. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, it could be pretty bad. See, I, I no, just... <laughs> no, man, no. So you, you look at last last year. We we watched the Jaguar game, uh, the Colts game. Oh, yeah. um, no, I'm going to talk about it. I'm like, fuck off. We got the Jaguar game. We got the Colts game. We got the Niners game. You know, Nick Foles has been shut out twice under Chip Kelly in 18 games. Fuck out of here. Uh, scored zero points twice. What? I said, I hope you're beeping these, John. Yeah. So, whatever. John, you do what you need to do. This, uh, I, uh, we'll, we'll leave a, we'll put a, a discretioner at the beginning. So, if, you're, yeah, if you yeah, made yeah, it all the way here, you know what's happening already. Nah, but, but, I mean, we watched him get blood from, I mean, this guy, this guy has no discernible physical or mental talents. Um, Sam Bradford, he's got some discernible physical and mental talents. He's got a checkered injury history. We have no idea where he's at with that. I'll tell, I you, where, I'll tell you where he's at with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, I just, uh, I am going to try and hope, because literally, I mean, the plan that I had in my head and everything that it just makes all the off-season work, well, a little better because, you know, Mike's been working really hard and getting, you know, uh, a lot of NFL prospects and we've, we've fallen in love with some of them. So with that half of it, um, you know, maybe maybe some of these guys will be around now and we can talk about them and, and uh, hopefully have them back on the show. That part to me, I guess, is the only thing I can really go with right now. The other thing that I just, it just keeps coming back to me because like literally every single person I talked to, said this had this had you know legs to it this was at you know at some points like you know i don't even want to give it, get into specifics because you know then i just look more and more like an idiot if, if sam bradford's it but it's just so odd of a 180 that nobody literally nobody had anything but Foles might be traded to the rams there was no indication that they were in on Sam Bradford, and maybe that speaks to no leaks. Maybe that's why they don't talk. They don't want anybody knowing anything that's going on here. But this is really hard to rationalize right now on a Tuesday night at ten thirty, and it, it, it's uh, it's going to get even harder. So I, I, I don't know. The only thing that I can think of is that you stick with the same Foles plan, you know, that we had all kind of talked about. If you knew he was going to be the starter this year, load up on the offense. Sammy Coates, come come on, hang out. You know, Trey McBride, all those other guys, trade up for fucking, I don't even care, trade up for Cooper at this point. But to me, you know, that's still the only, that's still the only good rationale I can come out of this. Um, and, you know, just as we're uh, coming back in here this morning, it's, uh, you know, Walter Thurman signed to a one-year deal. Uh, that means, that could mean, uh, a, a lot of tea leaves. I'm reading the tea leaves for Brandon Boykin, um, or you know, somebody's getting a shot outside, which I still highly doubt. Uh, and then they sign Ryan Matthews, who's 
had an injury plagued career in San Diego, despite that he's you know being talented and had fumbleitis that he fixed. Um, I, I don't know. Buckle up. <laughs> Press conferences were announced today for Maxwell and for uh, uh, everybody else. And Bradford's going to have his later on in the five o'clock hour, five forty-five. If you're listening to this uh, on Wednesday before then, so uh, yeah, guys. I mean. Um, we could all be completely wrong about Sam Bradford, but I don't think we are. Uh, so I, again, it's no ill will towards that. It's just like it's uh, this feels um, a lot like you know Ricky Williams type of type of feel, uh, and you know that worked out okay. But it's a completely different situation here. So uh, hope for the best, I guess. Uh, and if not, we'll be you know we'll have all our shears and pitchforks and torches. Ready to go just like everybody else. So uh, for myself, John Barchard, for Mr. Mike K, uh, Patrick Wall, and Matt Deering, we want to thank you for listening to episode number 89, BGN Radio, right here on BleedingGreenNation.com and LibertyBroadcast.co. You've been listening to BGN Radio, right here on BleedingGreenNation.com, fueled by Duncan Philly and part of the Liberty Broadcast Network.